Okay, stepmom, as we come to the end of 2022, I want to make sure that your stepmom toolbox is full of all the tips, strategies, mindset shifts, community coaching, and support that you need in order to deal with all the, well, you know what I'm talking about, all of the step family stuff. Right now, you can get access to all of my top resources and support in one. I have my course, The Kick-Ass Stepmom, Kick-Ass Life, which is basically just a framework that walks you through my process for improving relationships, feeling more confident and in control of your step family life, feeling less triggered, minimizing stress, setting boundaries, and you know, thriving amongst the extra stress. This is the framework that I and hundreds of stepmoms have used to improve our step family dynamic. And yes, it works for high conflict situations as well. Look, there is no one-size-fits-all approach to thriving as a stepmom, and this framework walks you through how to create a plan that will work for you and your unique step-family dynamic, because what works for one stepmom may not work for another. This is the process that I return to whenever my step-family stress is affecting how I show up, and it is a resource that you can return to again and again as your step-family life ebbs and flows. Next in this bundle, I have my ebook, 120 Ways to Be a Kick-Ass Stepmom. From dealing with the ex to in-laws to having an R's baby, being a childless stepmom, dating someone with kids, improving relationships, setting boundaries. In this ebook, you get all of my top 120 tips in one place. It's quick and it's easy to digest. You also get access to workshops on how to disengage the right way, how to improve relationships with your stepkids, how to communicate with your partner about your stepfamily stressors without causing a big-ass fight, and how to set the foundation for stepfamily success. Plus, if you are not a member of the exclusive stepmom community, you can also get access to a six-month membership where you can binge several years of interviews with experts, private podcast episodes. You can apply for free coaching calls, listen in on coaching calls with other stepmoms, It's basically like a Netflix of stepmom support. Members also can connect with me and stepmoms from over 30 countries around the world in the private forum. And you also get an invite to my office hours where you can connect with me face to face. Like I said, it is all my resources bundled in one. You can just go through, pick what's right for you. And basically when you get this bundle, you will have the stepmom support that you need in your library when you need it. Now, this is available for a limited time for only $229, so you are saving hundreds of dollars in coaching and support by taking advantage of this. Set yourself up for stepmom success in 2023 and get all these resources in your library. You go to jamiescrimger.com forward slash everything to get, well, everything. Give this to yourself and your family this holiday. I promise that if you dive into these resources, you'll see change that will trickle into the vibe of your home, your relationships, and how you see your step family stress. www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash everything to get it all. Hey there, it's Jamie Scrimger here, and you're listening to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm a wife, a mom, a stepmom, a coach, a conversation opener, and a BS caller. Eight years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Look, don't get me wrong. I was madly in love. The kids were great. But being a stepmom is, well, it's just complicated. If you know, you know. As a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I went to the internet for support. But I was disappointed with what I found. 
So I decided to create the type of support I was looking for. Raw, real, solution-focused conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard. But it's entirely possible to thrive amongst the tough stuff. Each week, I will bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We're bringing you along as I create my own. Let's do this. All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Guys, I'm going to be totally transparent. I am recording this intro from my bed with my daughter beside me. This is like the seventh time I've tried to record it because she won't stay still. Are you going to stay still? Yeah. It's bedtime. I am just trying to get it all done. The juggle is real these days. All right. So this episode is all about the holidays. And, you know, as we come into the holiday season, Darren and I thought we would sit down. Well, I thought it would <laughs> sit down. This is my idea. And then Darren agreed to sit down and just do a little Q&A on navigating the holidays. So first we shared how we are doing things this year now that the kids are older. You know, my stepdaughter is 20, my stepson is 18, and then we have a 15-year-old and then Reese is eight. So, you know, they have boyfriends, they have lives, you know, they're becoming adults. So we're switching things up a little bit. We also share how we've done things in the past. Then we answered questions submitted by you guys on Instagram about gifts and having an ours baby and keeping it fair and navigating in-laws. And there was one doozer of a question where a stepmom asked if she has a right to be mad that her husband goes and spends Christmas morning with the kids and the ex. I have my thoughts on this, but I'm really excited to hear what you guys think. Now, we also give some advice on navigating the holiday season as a step family dynamic, and Darren shares how I supported him when he struggled being without the kids on Christmas when we first got together. Now, before we dive into this episode, I have to tell you guys something. This weekend, I made the commitment, like a big commitment, and I said, I am not going to do Christmas overwhelm this year. I'm done. No last minute running around, no comparison, no bullshit. I am going to set myself up for a fun, relaxing, festive holiday season. And I think that you should make the commitment too, because even making the commitment feels really good. Did you make it? Okay, cool. Let's dive in. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. My old therapist's name was Bonnie. Well, before Bonnie was Bruce, I saw him in the months before I married Darren. And then I went to Bonnie and Bonnie and I just clicked. It was a safe spot. I felt supported yet challenged. She helped me deal with some past trauma and stay in problem solving mode when it came to dealing with stressors in my life, mainly things that were coming up as a result of our step family dynamic. But Bonnie retired. She is no longer a therapist. And I haven't gone to anyone since Bonnie because the thought of starting over with another therapist or the risk of starting with someone and it not clicking and then not being able to easily switch to a new therapist if it wasn't a fit seemed like a whole other stress. Finding a good therapist is like dating. Sometimes it takes a few, but I really feel like I need to go back to therapy. I freaking love therapy. I want to get back in a problem solving mode. Not that I'm not already in it, but having those weekly tune-ups and a safe space to lay it all out and get things off my chest is the best. I want to feel focused on what matters most in life, and I want to feel confident in my ability to tackle any of life's problems. 
and I want to have someone to support me in dealing with my triggers and my old wounds that show up and affect my ability to tackle the stressors in my life. Therapy also really helps with my anxiety. I always leave sessions feeling lighter. What I'm saying is that I'm back on the therapy train and I'm using BetterHelp. It is convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you're able to switch therapists anytime if it's not a fit. The other big thing for me is the online calls. With the schedule right now, I don't really have time to be driving to an appointment and sitting in a waiting room. I just wanna hop on the call, do my thing, get my therapy, take a load off, and get back to -to day-to-day life. If you're thinking about therapy or are ready for a change, I highly recommend BetterHelp. When you wanna be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash stepmom today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash stepmom for 10% off your first month. So Darren, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Always so (laughs) appreciated. All right. So let's start by just sharing how do we do Christmas? So we have a schedule in your co-parenting agreement. And I honestly think if you do not have a schedule that's like written out for year after year, you should really get on that. You need a schedule and you need a detailed schedule. Ours is right down to the time that we switch and who does the pickup or drop off. Remember that used to be a big issue. It's like, whose responsibility is it to drop off? Yeah. Now that being said, you can have that schedule. And if both are flexible or there needs to be changes, we have done that. You know, her Christmas is over at noon. And she said, if you want the kids to come now, you can. And we'd have your family coming. So we'd be like, yeah, they can come over anytime. You can be flexible. But if you're in a fight or if your things are tense or you don't agree, you have something to default back to. You have to have the Christmas schedule. Holiday schedules are important. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. Birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah, they're very important, but you can be flexible. So when you write them up, don't worry. Okay, what if we want to do a trip over that period? What if we want to have more time? What if we've got relatives coming in from out of town? Hopefully you can get to a place where each of you are flexible enough to realize that you could maneuver the time or switch the time. I know we've switched in Easter before because we wanted to go away or she wanted to go away. Now our schedule is that we switch Christmas every other year. So one year, so we do it on based on the agreements, like even years and odd years. So one year she gets the kids on Christmas Eve until Christmas day at three. And then we get the kids from Christmas day and three until like boxing day. And that schedule overrides the regular week on week off. Yeah, to the day after Boxing Day. To the day after Boxing often Day. Often we'll have ours on Boxing Day, so you want them for the full night. And then it just goes back to whosever week it is. Mm-hmm. And then typically, if she got Christmas Eve, I think we get New Year's then. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we do it, and that switches every other year. Santa only goes to one house. That's how we've always done things. I know different houses do different things, but if you have the kids on Christmas, that's where Santa leaves the presents. Then when we had Reese... We've basically, we still do Christmas morning as usual. Yeah, Santa comes every Christmas morning. Yeah. And comes for Reese or comes for all the kids if they're all there. Yeah. And if they're not there, then yeah, Santa's over at their mom's. Mm -hmm. And Reese still has Santa at our house. Yeah, and then when they come, we do Christmas as a whole family. So Reese always has a Christmas morning. It's the same every time. Yes. I think that's really important too when you have ours kids. Yeah, because Santa comes 
Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to stick to that tradition. Now, something that's been really interesting for us this year, just something we've been talking about, we haven't even talked with the kids about it that much, but now that they're older and they have boyfriends and girlfriends and, you know, friends, we're going to be more flexible with Christmas and how we do things now that they're a bit older, right? Yeah, we actually threw that out to them because our oldest daughter has a boyfriend. So if she wants to go to his Christmas, it's hard to coordinate when she's got two parents. So we've said, you know, if you need to miss, you know, Christmas day after three and go to your boyfriend's, that's fine. Or or, or same with our son as well. Mm-hmm. We, we've decided that we do want something. And if it got to where it was really complicated, I think we would just move our Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd still want the Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, but maybe every other year, you know, we do Christmas two days before or two days after something like that to accommodate. And I think that's really important too. Like our family has done that. Like as we get older, you know, when you guys were growing up, you guys always had Christmas with your parents. And then when you start to have your own families and things going on, like now we do Christmas, well, not this year, but every other year we've done Christmas with your parents earlier in December, just to accommodate everyone's schedules because people have so much stuff going on. Yeah. It's so hard with, with the two of us and parents, we made that decision a while ago and it's worked really well. Mm-hmm. And we did that for a while where you were running, you know, having ours and running somewhere and then you're going to be running to maybe even a third place or you did Christmas Eve, Christmas day, Christmas day, Eve, you know, boxing day. So all of a sudden you're at four or five places in two days. It's, it's, it's not tough. fun. Yeah. It's tough. You want a little bit of time just to relax. You know, the kids want to play with their toys. They, you know, they want to see their relatives, but if you don't squeeze it all in, in a two day period, I think it's actually nicer. You get to spend more time, more relaxed time. You're not mm-hmm. rushing off. You're not so full from two dinners. Yeah. Yesterday I was like, I'm not doing Christmas overwhelm anymore. It's done. Right. So it's really about just finding that balance and being flexible in your schedule. So that's how we're doing it this year. feels good. I feel really excited about Christmas coming up. So now we're going to answer some questions submitted by you guys. So what do you think about allowing children to decide what parent they want to spend the holiday with? I think that's tough. Maybe when they're older, like we said, uh, we're being more accommodative. Mm -hmm. I think when they're younger, I would be so disappointed to be that parent that didn't get to see them either Christmas Eve, Christmas day or boxing day. So I I don't think till they're older, that decision should be thought of unless there's a real good reason, a trip or one parent has something going on with relatives coming to town where you want to accommodate that. But I I just think it would be so hard because for me, I just love seeing the young kids get up and the excitement and the food and the chilling out, the Christmas movies, the time together where they, you know, couldn't go to friends because their friends were all doing Christmas as well. So I think that would be a tough one to let go and make that decision. There's certainly times where I would love to have them for the whole holidays, especially when they're younger, but you know, and again, maybe now that they're older and when they, you know, when they get older and they have their own family, yeah, you're, gonna maybe have Christmas and Boxing Day where you don't see your parents. You know, there's a lot of times I don't see my parents on Christmas or Boxing Day. We do it before. Me we either. And I'm totally good with that. Like yeah. So it's, but I think when they're younger, I think you've got to give each parent the opportunity to see them. Mm-hmm. But I do think if you have a kid who's struggling, be like, okay, what's going on? Why? Make sure they feel heard. Try to find a way to make them feel comfortable at both houses and like hear the reason behind it. Right. Cause sometimes kids feel like they have no control. So the, the last thing you want is a kid just 
hating that they're there, right? So it's like, how can I make this more enjoyable for you, right? And like, hear them out. Yeah, if if they decide they want to spend it with one person, there might be a particular reason. It could have been a tradition you had before that they love that you don't do now because you've got a new family and they miss it and you've got, okay, well, how can we work on something that you want to be part of this Christmas as well? Or is it the travel? Is it dynamics between your Step new parent. family or the parent? Yeah. The step parent or are they feeling left out because there's an hours child? There could be a hundred reasons why they want to make that decision. You really need, you're right. You got to get to the bottom of that and find out what, yeah. what that is. It's not about And Christmas. they're always going to tell you. It's going to be, you, know, you might have to really dig and be sneaky in how you figure out what is the actual reason. Because they might not come out and say, you know, it just has to do with um, my stepmom has taken over, you know, doing something that we used to do. Mm-hmm. Let's like figure it. out what, what's yeah. behind it, right? Like mm-hmm. kids... If you want, you really want to try to be that safe space for them to be open and honest, but it takes a long time to get there. Do you find present giving hard? I struggle when two houses are giving endless gifts. We've been pretty good at trying to make sure that we don't overdo it. We really, well, I, I guess, but we, we always think about the fact that the kids will get something over at their mother's. So it goes back to our schedule. If Reese has Santa, she's going to get Santa and the other kids are going to get gifts from us because they got Santa at their mother's and vice versa. If we have the kids for Santa, they will get more stuff at our house mm-hmm. along with Reese and stuff from us. And I think we've always done that. We didn't have them show up on boxing day and say, here's a bunch of gifts from Santa and s- spoil them. I think we overdo it a bit on Christmas. Yeah. I always feel, wow, we spent a lot of money or you know, and then the day it op- they open everything, it's like, wow, it's over. Did we spend that much? It seemed, it seemed like a lot. But I think well, you do your best to try and navigate. I don't it. even think about what she gives them. I yeah. honestly don't. It doesn't like, you know, even last year, Zach got the same gift from both of us because we didn't coordinate last year. Like normally we kind of have a conversation about it. I don't even care. Like right. it's not something I stress about. And that was great because he could have one at her house and one at ours, which, which is fine. We used to kind of try to coordinate. We, did we ever even do gifts together where we would split on something? I don't think we ever did that. Sometimes big gifts, but not really. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think we've just done our own thing. I think here's the deal. If you feel like your kids are getting a lot for Christmas as a child of divorce, there is something about the rite of passage. Of, there are only a few things that are good about having divorced parents and Christmases and birthdays are two of them. So, you know, it's just, don't overthink it. Let them have it, you know? Okay. So how can we make holidays easier for our partners when we don't have the kids on Christmas day? You used to struggle. That was a real struggle. I think it was almost the struggle more of we'd have them Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, and they'd leave. And I found that hard. You know, it was just, we'd done presents. We'd just had brunch and then they were heading to their mothers. And I found that really tricky. And there were times when, you know, you wake up Christmas Eve, but we, I always had the anticipation that they're coming at three o'clock. You know, I could hardly wait till they were going to get there. So I, I think what we do is we have some of our own traditions. You know, we would go to your family's place on Christmas Eve and that kind of became a tradition that I enjoyed, you know, so I'm not sitting around Christmas Eve thinking I don't have the kids here with me. I don't have that movie night that we often do when they're with us, you know, we'll put on a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And I think that distracted me from that. When they would leave, you typically had something for us to do that day, you know, whether we'd go for a snowmobile ride or whether we would, 
you know, be going to your families to visit with some other people and it would distract me from that. Mm-hmm. Or you would, I would do some sort of special thing with Reese, you know, we'd have a, we'd be planning a really nice dinner and, and then mm-hmm. we were going to watch, uh, have a games night or we we're going to watch a movie. Yeah. So plan something so yeah. they, and ask them what they need. Right. I think the big thing is sometimes we're like, how do we support our partner? And people ask me, how do I support my partner? I'm like, well, I don't know your partner. Why don't you ask your partner what would help them? Right. Like be proactive about it. So like, Hey, are you feeling, you know, uneasy but not having the kids on Christmas? Is there anything that I can do to kind of help support you? Um, what would you like to do? And just kind of include them in that process. I'm going to interrupt this episode really quickly to give you the inside scoop on brands and resources that I'm loving who also help support the show. You know me. I'm all about simplifying and outsourcing whenever I can. If I can get something delivered to the house, instead of taking time away from my family and work, I'm going to do it. And that's why I love well.ca. It helps me stay organized, helps me stay on top of things, make sure I have my essentials on hand. It just makes things simple. And as a busy household, this is key. Well.ca delivers wellness on your terms. They believe that you should never have to compromise on health, wellness, baby, and beauty products that you choose for yourself and your loved ones. Well.ca offers a broad selection of carefully curated, peer-reviewed products, all available online, delivered right to your door. With over 40,000 products in Canada's largest assortment of green and natural brands, plus all of your familiar favorites, they make it easy to make choices that you can trust. Seriously, it's an easy-to-shop website with a wide range of products and super-fast shipping, free on orders over $49. They're all about making the lives of busy Canadians a little bit easier. Personally, well.ca is where I get my Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, protein, protein bars, cleaners, the kids' favorite hydration drinks, the list goes on. You can visit well.ca for all things health, wellness, baby, and beauty, and use the code JAMIE10 for $10 off your first order. Again, that's www.well.ca, W-E-L-L.ca, and use the code JAMIE10 for $10 off your first order. If you're looking for strategies to help you manage stress, this is for you. I want to be calm. I want to feel grounded, centered, productive, focused, anxiety-free, and I want good sleep. We all do, right? Newcom helps me do all of that. Newcom is an all-natural stress relief technology that is powerful neuroscience that you can tap into whenever you need it. Clinically proven to naturally relax the brain and body within minutes without drugs. It helps to neutralize stress, helps you feel centered and grounded and in control of emotions, restore your sleep, elevate performance, boost energy, and change your state of mind on demand. Here's how it works. Place a Nucom biosignal processing disc on your left wrist. Open the Nucom mobile app and choose a patented neuroacoustic journey. Start your journey and feel the stress melt away in minutes. For more than 20 years, the company has been helping people regain control of their lives by helping them manage stress. From elite military operators, to cancer patients, to professional athletes, to first responders, to veterans, to pilots, to moms, dads, kids, parents, and friends. In less than 20 seconds, you can put Nucom on and ease your mind and body into the healing zone, rapidly switching off stress and transitioning your body to deep relaxation and recovery within minutes. It's all about restoring your mind and your body. 
Personally, I put Nucom on during the workday when I've hit that afternoon slump or I'm feeling triggered and before bed to prime myself for a solid night's sleep. Nucom used to be a $6,000 class three medical device. Now it's easier to use and much more affordable through a subscription. For as little as $137 per day, you can take control of stress and poor sleep and own the day. Nucom has become one of my favorite rituals and is a go-to form of self-care. Learn more and get all the details at www.nucom.com. That's N-U-C-A-L-M.com and use the code Jamie10Off for 10% off. Okay, here's one that's super interesting. My husband leaves on Christmas morning to be with his kids and their mom. Am I right to be upset? You're freaking right you have a right to be upset. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, I think that's... Brutal. It, it, if, if he was going by to pop over and see the kids, because he, just to hear me out, <laughs> I'm getting that look. If he is going by, it's fairly recent, and the kids are having Santa at mom's place, and he is going by to pop over and give the kids a morning hug and say hello because it's new. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, a Popeye. But if he's leaving and doing Christmas with them on Christmas morning and leaving you out of the picture, I don't think that's right. Like I if think you need to somehow do like we do and, and have separate events or you need to be included. Maybe you come by for a part of it. Yeah, I don't agree with that. But again, if it was a little invite to come by and see your young kids and say hello on Christmas day for 15 minutes, maybe watch them open a Santa Claus gift. And then you carry on, you go back with your wife and you get them later on. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I, I wouldn't agree with totally leaving and spending Christmas morning with the ex and the kids. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of ex-wives who create these traditions and then, you know, the partner comes over to, or their ex-partner comes over and like does it with them and they say, well, your, your new wife isn't allowed to come. I think that really creates this separateness. And we actually talked about this in a previous episode when we were talking about like, should you choose one over the other? Like, this is a point where you should say, you know what? No, my, my new wife is a priority here. Like she does need to be included because you need to show that you're creating a family together, that she's a priority for you, that she's important, that she deserves to be respected, and that you guys, yeah, are creating a new life together as well with everyone else. But if you're doing all of these things separate with your kids and their mom, how are the kids supposed to see her as being important? And how are you guys supposed to move forward together as a family? Like yeah. there has to be some sort of changes yeah. when it comes to these traditions. Like we've had to change traditions based on changes in, you know, you, you weren't married anymore. So you weren't going to be doing things with them anymore. It's like, even, you know what, you were going to go out for dinner with her when we first started dating. And I was like, you know, at some point, like, are you guys going to keep doing these joint dinners? Like how, how does that work? when you have a new partner come in. Well, and yeah, you spoke up, you know, you said, you know, it's time we, we tell her about us and we did. And, and that ended it, you know, mm -hmm. I think that was on the cusp of an invite to do dinner together. And we had a conversation about it and you're like, no, you need to tell her about us. And that's not appropriate to be doing all these, mm -hmm. you know, and I get, it's great for the parents to get along and have those 
dinners if there's a special occasion for, you know, but again, I think the new spouse should be included. I think that, and again, I don't know the background of where this question's coming from. Maybe that they, that he had been split for five years and every Christmas morning went over and still spent the, the morning with the kids, but this is where the new spouse should be invited because she's now part of their mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. 100%. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> How do you deal with Reese as she knows that the kids are getting a whole other Christmas at their mom's? I don't think it's really Reese become is just an issue. Fine. It hasn't become an issue. I mean, she's never said anything to us. She's still young. But yeah, I can't say that she's worried that, you know, that it's not like they come over with all these other toys. Now, maybe if we had two eight-year-olds, you know, we had ours. Now, mm-hmm. I guess that would be impossible for us, given our situation. But if, say, say you're, a, you're t- a blended family where you're two families and you have two kids same age and they go over, you know, one goes over to another parent's and comes back with all the toys. That might be a little tricky, but. But um, Reese gets two Reese Christmases too. Yeah, Reese, Reese is fine. Yeah. Yeah, Reese gets two Christmases too because she gets to open up stuff in the morning if they're not there. And mm-hmm. then often there'll be like something extra for her later. Like we do try to keep it fair. Yeah. And the kids are good with Reese. I mean, they bring her gifts, you know. Mm-hmm. She's not getting them anything. Yeah. Like she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't get them a gift, but they'll often bring her a gift. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Do you always go on holidays together or does your husband sometimes go with his own kids? We always go together. Yeah, but sometimes you go on trips with the kids if you're going like up to the French and stuff. You do boys' trips. Yeah, I've taken the kids away for a weekend. I'd say big trips, like going away for a week or, a, a, you know, we, we don't do a lot of big trips with any of the kids. You and I have some that we do ourselves, but I guess some weekends I will go with the kids. But Reese is included. I did that one where I took all the kids and Reese. Mm-hmm. You didn't go. I've taken just the boys with father-son weekend. Mm-hmm. I've taken my daughter away just for oldest daughter. Just, mm-hmm. just the two of us would go away. We went skiing last year, so mm-hmm. unfortunately she and, and got hurt. But, yeah, she did. <laughs> but broke her collarbone. But so. we, uh, we, we, we're going to have a nice little weekend away. Mm-hmm. But we've gone to Mexico with just Reese. Like we've done yeah. some stuff with just Reese too. Yeah, but I've never. I've talked about taking each of the kids on a trip individually, and haven't done it. But again, yeah, maybe some weekends away. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you would do it whether it's a blended family or not. I think there's trips that you might do with the kids that I wouldn't do. And there's trips that I would do. Mm -hmm, Totally. How do you determine what you're going to spend on each kid at Christmas? We usually do try to set a budget, but sometimes we aren't good at sticking to it because they'll tell us what they want and it doesn't fit. But we do try to keep it even actually Reese probably gets gypped because the kids now at their age want electronics or more expensive things. And Reese's was typically toys. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't as, as much, but it always seemed, we always, we would feel bad because it seemed like she's getting four or five things and they're getting one. But if one was getting some sort of technology and it was like more expensive, but they realized that I don't think we've ever had any issues with that. No, I think we talk about like where we're at in our budget, like what makes sense to spend. And this is interesting because I know a lot of stepmoms kind of get into this with their partner. It's like maybe the stepmom thinks the partner spends too much or vice versa, just kind of getting aligned on the budget and like what Christmas looks like. Now I will say if you are a new stepmom and you think that your partner spends way too much on Christmas, I highly recommend you do not come in and change that because that will not work well <laughs> for your relationship, right? Like yeah. I think you need to kind of let your partner do what they've always done because you don't want to be the one, you don't want to be the Scrooge. Right. And again, that goes back to talking about Christmas and holidays in the past. Don't come in and rewrite every tradition, you know, make your footprint over time, but don't come in and, and rewrite the book for them because mm-hmm. that's just not going to turn out well. Yeah. Add traditions. I'm all about adding traditions, not taking traditions away. 
right? Share yours with them, but let them do what they've always done. How do you coordinate with in-laws during Christmas planning? We kind of answered that. You know, we do my parents usually early. Yours, we try to juggle around. And it changes too, because sometimes your parents might have something else going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, This year we might be with my parents doing right around Christmas just because of what we've decided to do. And uh, yeah, I think I think you you have to remain a little bit flexible when it comes to in-laws. Mm-hmm. For sure. My big thing, and I think this is something that a lot of stepmoms struggle with, their family accepting their stepkids as part of the family. And it's been just a thing for me. I'm like, if you're going to get Reese a present, you get everyone a present. And just keeping that equal, because I never want the kids to feel like they're not part of the family. So that's something that I always made very clear to my family from the beginning, right? Like yeah, it was and just, I, and I really appreciate that and respect that because I, you know, I couldn't imagine myself, you know, if I was a grandparent and my daughter came in and and her husband had some kids, just giving their kid something and not the other kids something. I know, I just, like what the hell? I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing that. Yeah, and actually, we experienced that. My sisters and I, and my sister brother and I, one of my dad's girlfriends, we would go to their family thing and they would get stuff and we would not get anything, and I, it just felt so awful as a kid just like such a we remember it we all remember it so well it's a way to ruin christmas i again i would feel bad for you as the father or as you know yeah like and when all of a sudden you drive something like that into christmas it can wreck it and cause stress and then it's just why are we bothering doing it you know Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take a lot to get them all something little you know yeah there's a member of my family who has said that right who has said i won't be like, I don't have as close of a relationship with them or whatever the situation was. And we kind of stopped doing Christmas. We're not, I'm never going to put well, my we stepkids just, we don't accept in that position for, for Reese because yeah. it's, it's like, it's just a boundary why that is I that have. fair that she gets something and the others don't and they see it, you know? And I get maybe at some point you do, well, it's an age thing. You know, we, we, we did that with my family, but yeah, my parents get everyone something, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Tis the season to be happy and celebrate and be with the people that you love and not (laughs) overthink. (laughs) Don't overthink Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. No drama. That's the goal. I think a really big thing um, before we wrap this up is if you are having any stressors or anything that has like come up in the past during Christmases or holidays, make a plan now, like get ahead of it and say like, okay, how are we going to minimize the impact this has on us? Or how are we going to address this? so that it doesn't become an issue on Christmas. Like get very, very clear on like how you're doing things, who's responsible for what, pick up, drop off, any stressors that may come up, plan your reactions ahead of time. Like, because you don't want to have this like emotional reaction and hijack, which should be a really special day. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful day to do a podcast. We've got our first big snowfall Mm -hmm. and all the pine trees are covered in snow and there's about six inches of snow on the car. Putting up the Christmas tree. Put the tree up. We're getting in the spirit. Getting in the spirit. Spirit of the holidays. Yeah, for sure. So if you have any questions or if you're struggling with anything else when it comes to the holidays, hit me up in the DMs. I love hearing from you guys. And yeah, that's all I got for you today. Thanks, Darren. You're welcome. That's it for this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who you think it would resonate with. And if you haven't already, if you could take a couple minutes, head to iTunes and give this podcast a rating and a review, it would mean the world to me. 
but only if you like the episode though. If you don't, that's cool. Just remember what they say. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Now, if you are a stepmom craving more, I highly recommend joining my membership, the exclusive stepmom community. Members get access to additional podcast episodes, interviews and coaching sessions and live Q and A's and just exclusive next level content and conversation that I don't share anywhere else. Have an issue or a stressor that you'd like my support with? Just bring it to the Ask Jamie section of the forum. I check in throughout the week and I'm here to help you out. To get more information or to join, head to www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash membership. And I'll see you in there.